Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast on Twitter, and mail at Ivy Pod is our email. Let's begin episode 53, the Ivy Alternative Podcast. Hello, Clayton. Hi, John. What are you doing? Popping a beer? No, I was putting the back of the remote. I stole battery to put it back on. <laughs> that's, okay. Sorry. That's an honest answer right there. What a way it's to start the show. A's. I don't know if you keep those on hand, but I don't. So. You know, in a house with uh, children, it seems like there is a continual shortage of batteries. I, I put in, um, like you, uh, I installed a new uh, thermostat on the house. And it required AAA batteries, and the only one I had was from the TV remote. Me. <laughs> so, hey, you got to do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, and it was. I'd rather have my AC work. Right, it's, it was sitting there with the back off, and I just <laughs> bothered me. I, I could have probably picked a more timely time to do that, but I apologize, folks. Uh, yeah, we're here for episode fifty-three. I'm doing a little housekeeping. Um, John, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing just swell. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, yeah. With that, let's uh, let's transition into our first read of the day. How about it? Sounds it? good. Uh, we got a good sponsor this week. Um, Eye Candy Graphics and Web Design. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to do the traditional read here, I suppose, because because I feel like we kind of do the same thing over and over and over again. But I don't know if we could drive this point home any any further. Eye Candy Graphics, when you, if you need any web design, custom web design, logo design, graphics, anything, brochures, business cards, flyers, uh, any other kind of marketing material you can think of, you should consider using Eye Candy Graphics. It, 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 she does a wonderful job. I mean, all the, all the way around, she's got tons of experience working with in, in lots of different businesses and for even she's, she's done political stuff and all kinds of good stuff. So, it's just something to help you stand out from your competitors and, and really give you that edge. It'll make your stuff look real professional and savvy. Um, you can find her at iCandy-Graphics.com. You can email her at info at iCandy-Graphics.com. She's amazingly talented, creative. She did our logo. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if we could say anything else. I mean, she'll do anything, brochures, business cards, flyers, anything that you can think of. And if you want to just check out her website, look at all the different stuff that she's done. And I, I think that if, if you're in the business or you're looking for something like that, that's your, that she, she's the person you should look up. She even has like a blog, I think, on there where she gives tips and stuff mm-hmm. for design. So mm-hmm. it's a good site to check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she well, they're like friends of ours. So we've known Candy for quite a while now, and she's working up in Madison now. And she's actually starting to get some traction in there, getting local business around Madison. And that's a, a, a I mean, a pretty crunchy town. You know, there's a lot of uh, do-it-yourself folks and, you know, uh, entrepreneurial types. And she's starting to get a little name for herself. And I think uh, if she just keeps doing what she's doing, she's going to be successful. I mean, you better get it now. I mean, it's the 
getting's good, I think. Don't <laughs> yeah, you think? I right. mean, I, I really, I, I keep seeing more and more stuff that she's putting out, and I'm thinking she's she's moving on up. She's. I, I remember the uh, last time we were visiting, she was saying that she's working on getting interns to help her and um, maybe start hiring people. So it's just everything you can think of. I mean, and and, and whether you're large or small, I mean, she. And I say she because it's her. She's the business, and uh, I know she has help from folks. But, yeah, just check it out, icandy-graphics.com. And she's on uh, Facebook as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I and mean, we, 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 we try her. to link link stuff from her. And you can find her link on our website as well. So Yes, if anybody wants to check her out, go to our website and click on her logo. Please. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Candy. Hi, Candy. All right. Let's do this. Yeah. Episode 53. Uh, hey, I'm not going to lie, John, right? But we didn't really – we didn't have a main topic for tonight, so we kind of put together sort of a best of uh, summer in the Illinois Valley kind of episode. Yeah, lots of little things to talk about. And one thing that's coming up we, – we've, we've mentioned this before, the LaSalle Canal Market – it's uh, downtown LaSalle. Uh, we are we. I think we're finally gonna go. It's uh, where is this thing? Oh, I just looked up the wrong thing. So I'm July twenty seventh. Yes, it is July twenty seventh, dude. Uh, it's at First and Marquette Street in LaSalle. I think it's in the parking lot of the bank. But yeah, check it out. We're gonna have a little booth there. If you're in LaSalle on Saturday, July twenty seventh, stop in, say hello. We're going to have some stickers. We're going to have some stuff, information. We're going to have a special for anybody interested in sponsoring an episode. We're going to have a sponsor an episode special. And for our listeners, for those of you who listen and happen to stop in, if you stop in, say, hey, you heard about it on the podcast. I'm just checking out what you guys are doing. We might have a special little gift. Now, I only have a few of these things, but I have a, these cool little Ivy Pod trinkets. And um, the first, I don't know, five or six people we run into will get one of these trinkets. Now, will we give away any of these trinkets? <laughs> Clayton and I don't have high hopes. <laughs> but if we can give away at least one, we'll call it a success. Right. Well, I mean, if you could sell it, it's a, you, you made it on your, your 3D printer. Right. And they're pretty cool because you came up with the design on your own. Um, right. And it's just sort of a, it's re, it's actually really unique kind of little piece. It's kind of a, a paperweight sort of uh, something to set up on your uh, tchotchke uh, shelf, right? Yeah, exactly. If you have a, proudly if you have a business. Proudly display your eye. Yeah, if you have a business or something, you have a little shelf where you set cool stuff on it. This is a perfect item for that. Yes, exactly. So we, we hope to see you. Come on down, say hello. This will be our um, our warm up because we Clayton and I before we started the show we're, we're plotting and planning to for the burgoo. We're we're hoping to be there, so uh, this is kind of our test run. Not to take anything away from the LaSalle Canal Market, but the burgoo is kind of the big show. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah. So yeah, I hope to see you July twenty seventh. I'll probably have some stuff on Facebook about it too. So and moving on. Yes. That's a guess. That's a show. Yeah, we're done. Uh, we really just wanted to push <laughs> our date at the LaSalle County Market or LaSalle Canal Market. <clears throat> that's it. That's oh, it. Hey, well, we, I, we should probably keep going. 
Okay. Well, well, summer events. What's been going on around here? Well, There's I know. There's been a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, I know. This past weekend, we were at the uh, Cedar Point Classic, which is the sort of uh, second annual uh, offshoot of the old Firecracker softball tournament that they have in Cedar Point every year. Some friends of ours kind of took the reins, and, and they were sad to see that the Firecracker softball tournament was going to be no longer. The folks that were running it decided not to do it anymore, and they just, they thought, our buddies were like, well, we can't not have a softball tournament in Cedar Point, so we're going to take over, and we're going to start, we're going to carry it on. Um, so they've now named it the Cedar Point Classic. It's uh, Kevin LaFollette and well, Nick Pisha was involved, and he was, and they've added some some layers to this event, um, which we found to be real cool because they have a, a music. They set up a stage and had music playing basically throughout the afternoon into the evening, and uh, we enjoyed ourselves. We went Sunday, I don't know, Sunday morning, I guess, uh, late morning, yeah, and caught some cool acts. Uh, one of our friends and Kurt Funson played. Uh, it was his first time on stage. Or really in front of a, a, a an audience. It wasn't a huge audience, but it was pretty early in the day, but that's kind of how we wanted it. Um, he's played some op- open mics in the area, but um, we were impressed. I know I know that for sure. It was cool because we got to see him get his first fan. Yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 a guy from Wisconsin made sure he gave him his card and told him if he ever wanted to come up and play the bowling alley that he runs, that he should let him know and... He had great taste in music, and it got us all pumped for him. Um, yeah. But they had a – it was a two-day event. They had a lot of – they had the Rick Rick Sowens band. Rick or Sowens. Sowens band was there. Yeah. Uh, Ivy Pod fan. Ivy, Ivy Roots. Yeah. Uh, Curb 11. Cody Calkins. Tony Alvarado. They had a lot of people mm-hmm. there. Jeff Manfredini. And, yeah. And um, there was a couple others that were probably leaving out, so we're sorry about that, but – um, yeah, all the way around was good, chill music, not too loud. Something you could you could probably you could bring the family out to. They had food vendors, they had a couple beer vendors. Obviously, it's it's still the firecracker and it's you know summertime, so why not? And uh, yeah, yeah, we both went. Uh, we had a good time. I mean, we didn't stay. I, I stayed a couple hours as as did you. You you got um you were there just long enough to make sure you tuckered the boys out and then took them home. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I tell you what, I, one thing, that, the sense I got from that, I, I don't know about you, Clayton, but it, it seemed like there was a time there in the Illinois Valley, I don't know when this was, it was probably when we were just after high school age, back in the early 2000s, where it just seemed like music around the area was kind of, I don't know, it just seemed like it was down, you know, there was only like a few decent bands around the area worth going to see mm-hmm. uh, at the local scenes, um, but I would say after seeing a little of the show, and, and I think it's the, the local talent is up. I would say. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's reassuring. Mm-hmm. I was very happy to see that. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't always have to be in a packed bar, and you don't always have to pay a, a, a 5 or $10 cover charge to check out, you know, local acts. It's, it's, there's good bands and singer-songwriter types, you know, the guys that are just going to get up there and sing and entertain with the guitar and sing and... Well, one of the other bands that, and we've had them brought to our attention a few times now, and we finally, um, I don't, have we brought them up on the, the show before, John? The, the no, Terra actually, Tale? Yeah. I, I, I hope I said that right. Yeah, a Terra Tale. That's the right. We've kind of, we've got kind of uh, linked in with these guys via Dreamwave Wrestling. So thanks to Dreamwave. You know what? I haven't actually heard their music, but I'm pretty sure. Didn't we think it's uh, some heavy metal? Uh, yeah, more more like uh, hard rock metal metal type, but. 
yeah, we, we've had enough people tell us that we should kind of Talk, plug them know. on the show. And, so yeah, and and I think we're one of the dudes uh, from the band wants to you know is you know open to coming on and giving us a uh, kind of some insight on the local music scene. Um, so I think that's going to be an upcoming show. We're going to try to do a music related show. That sounds good. Um, I think that'll be fun. So well, we and we are always future. open to having. Um, Given if you can give us some songs or live, especially if it's something that you wrote and recorded, um, we 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 could play it on our outro or tack it on the end of the show or even in a break. Oh sure, yeah. MP3 or wave format is preferred. Uh, we appreciate that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you send it in, we'll play it. It sounds like they actually have a pretty good local following, in. so yeah. yeah. Speaking of local music, though, Clayton, this isn't actually local, but it occur- it occurred locally uh a lot of people went out to see a tim mcgraw country star oh yeah at the peru airport right like uh, it was one of the legrados concert for a cause i don't remember what the cause was this time but i think they had it like what six thousand seven thousand people at the thing is that what that's it was um i want to say that's what it was i'm just just going off the top of my head for something i read from maybe from wlpo but yeah i think it was pretty successful yeah and he was actually at in Peru at the uh, the, uh, the, fitness the workout place. place, the fitness place. Uh, yeah, all hours or something like that. I should, yeah, I don't yeah. know what the heck it's called, but I don't know either. Um, but yeah, that's cool. It's nice to see big events like that coming. Mm-hmm. Keep I, them coming. Although they've been so focused on country. Oh, that's, my wife loves it. She's a big country fan, but it must be what it. sells. Yeah, I guess so. Can't. I don't know why we just can't seem to get Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, no. It was for March of Dimes, so that's oh, that's really cool. Nice. Uh, well, well, LaSalle Alderman, uh, Mark Schneider, I don't know if you know him. He actually helped set it up, and he's a big uh, March of Dimes uh, supporter. He he actually runs his own uh, charity event, too, in, in the spring, the, the, the Songs for Our Babies thing. So he's uh, – I remember seeing on Facebook and Twitter that he was – Getting up bright and early to help set up for the show, so he had a Good. new appreciation for the stage and getting everything going for for a, a concert of that scale. So, uh, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe we can open for the next one <laughs> for the concerts. For we'll us. just we'll just come out and talk. Oh, if you could at least get. Uh, well, I mean, I think we could probably we have some pull with Daft Punk, right? We know a couple of guys in that <laughs> band. <laughs> I've oh, never yeah. seen their face. But right. Maybe we, well, there you go. Yeah. We can do it. Yeah. We just need to get the helmets. Yeah. All we'll right. Pretend to be them. Right. And we'll just put the just CD on and stand yeah. and dance around. <laughs> that would idea. work. Probably. I like it. It's a hell of an idea, John. All right. We had it here. All right. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's... Rotary Park. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Rotary Park. Am I, You're gonna bring am I jumping ahead? That's a good, good one. Yeah. Rotary Park in LaSalle opened up. I, I don't know much about it other than it opened and they've been they've been talking about it for a long time. It's years and in it's the making. A, it's years in the making. It's it's apparently very nice. Right. I, it's kind of uh, a, it's, it's like um they'll have a, a running trail and fishing and uh they're supposed to set up a frisbee disc golf uh, course out there eventually as well. Oh, that would be nice. So it's still in an awkward location. Yeah. It is, but I think um, we'll have to go check it out and then kind of give our feedback because I, I I don't know what it's like. I if it's anything like Baker Lake, um, that's that's probably pretty nice. I'm just picturing kind of open space. You know, you have the water, and yeah, I bet it's pretty nice. And and I know the lake is stocked well. 
because uh, I know a guy that used to sneak in there and pull crappies out. So ah, cool. Yeah. Um, Shady business. Well, yeah. Well, it was worth it. There's good fish in there to catch. <laughs> but yeah, that's. I mean, I'm always for more parks and and green space for for people, and and especially if you get wide open spaces. They're not little city parks, but someplace where the, I'm sure they're going to be able to have cross country events and. The, the amount of space that they have out there, there, there's a lot of options for the different kinds of events and activities that they'll be able to hold. So it's kind of nice. Yes. Did you? Did, I heard you went to the uh, Oglesby Summerfest. I did. Actually, I went there twice. Did you? Did you go for the yeah. carnival and then back for the Dreamwave? Exactly correct. Took the fam out, got some wristbands, let the kids go wild. <laughs> and I'm such I'm such a cheap ass because uh, you know. You go there if you if you buy tickets and let the kids just you know ride a few rides. It's very expensive. If you actually fork over the extra few bucks and just get the wristbands, mm-hmm. it does really pay off. Sure. But yet, but yet here I am. I get these wristbands, so I know how much it costs to get the wristbands for the two kids. So then every ride they're going on, I look at the ticket numbers and I'm like, okay, that was three tickets. So that would have cost me three dollars and seventy cents. Uh, okay. And then every single ride, I keep a running tally in my head. Okay. We finally made it. You know, we've evened out kids keep going, you know, just keep going. And so it's justified in my head sure. to get the wristband just because I'm cheap. How much were the wristbands? 15? They were 20 bucks. 20 bucks. One for each. And I estimated that the $40 that I spent for the wristbands saved me a hundred dollars roughly. Wow. <laughs> uh wow your kids slept well that night i'm sure <laughs> yeah. um, well you know like one of the all <laughs> no <laughs> they spent basically no. the better part of that day riding rides well i think half of it was those big giant yellow slides oh. you know they've had and, and they always have at the carnivals yeah. kids walk up with their uh potato sack mm-hmm. oh yeah you those know, are awesome i think they rode the, those like 10 times right there and each one of those was like two tickets per per go mm-hmm. so one year, the kid told us we had to stop. We were in Ottawa at the Riverfest, and the kid's like, okay, you, you kids need to stop riding this. Actually banned them, which, looking back on it, the kid was a prick. Yeah. What is he, some <laughs> carny? He's getting all big. <laughs> yeah. Telling me to stop. You should have exactly gotten dignant with him. <laughs> did you see this wristband? It's out here all night, yeah. homie. <laughs> like, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's funny. Jerk. Boy, who, the, what kind of... Yeah, I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. No. I, <laughs> yeah. Well, I have. I have a feeling that your your boys probably are the kind that that could wear Carney out. <laughs> yeah, I think they can. They are high energy boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait till they get older. It'll probably get. I don't know. I don't want to say worse. I'm not sure that's the right you know adjective, but better or more exciting for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure. My hair will turn gray. Yeah, well, probably relatively soon. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, well, did you do anything for the third? So speaking of summer events, because I- oh yeah, and by the way, also Dreamwave was at that event too, oh. which was there was a friggin' lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Actually, just in general, I wanted to mention that very successful event. Uh, I still call it the Oglesby Days just because it's that's what they used to call it. But yeah, it's. Was there ever a lot of people there? It was very successful. Like they had just all the parking lots were all packed. It was it's nice to see a very very successful event. So uh, yeah, just had to mention that. Nice. 
What was the third? What was the third? Oh, oh fireworks. Yeah, yeah. You know, the fourth of July slash third if you're from Peru. Yes, of course. Yes, I went to Peru once and I enjoyed it. You went you were in the family area? I was <laughs> I was at the line we parked right there. It just worked out that nice. way. Nice. Did you We weren't sure if we were allowed to bring our beer into the family area, so we parked our butts right on the line. No one's gonna stop you. As long as you weren't getting rowdy. No. Um did you well, okay. Remember I don't was this must have been maybe a year probably two years ago now, maybe even three, when Rodney Perez, the alderman from Peru, was making a stink because all the teenagers. Yeah, were we cussing. talked at length about that, yeah. yeah. Did you hear any teenagers cussing? You know, oddly enough, I was actually close. This is weird. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I went last year, and I sat way down in the family-friendly area. Mm-hmm. And I, thought, I think I observed more douchebags last year mm-hmm. than this year where I sat I sat closer to the action. You know, by I was right across by the Water Street pub. And I honestly, I didn't notice any, you know. Douchebaggery. Douchebaggery. <laughs> no, I didn't. It was good. It was, and, I, and I was close enough to hear the band music. Actually, it, it was it was great. What was the uh, what was the headliner? Did they who did they have? Boy, I don't even know. Okay. I, I don't. I'm not sure who it was. Okay. I could hear him, but I I couldn't distinguish. Well, I know it's probably Dewey Axberger. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. They're usually down there every year. I and this is probably the first year in a while that I didn't actually go all the way down. Um, if you'll remember last year, you went to the Ottawa one, right? That's on the fourth. Okay. And I, I did go this year to those as well, but um, we were at we 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 went to a kind of a shindig over on um, I don't know Second Street and kind of watched from up 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 on the hill, if you will. But remember last year we Steph and I walked down and uh, we had some beers and we were walking back up the hill and the cop made us dump our beers out. Oh yeah, <laughs> we talked about that was, on the podcast. Yeah, it was very right. embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I was shamed. Yeah, I think you vented about it. Yeah, I did because it was kind of like, well, I mean, I don't know when it it was. It, we did it when we were like, I don't know, nineteen, and it was okay. But when you're <laughs> thirty, all of a sudden it's like, oh, you better dump that out, son. It's like, wait a minute, I'm confused. You guys need to get your priorities right. Uh, there's a teenager throwing up down the street. You might want to go talk to her, you know. But hey, the the uh, sober guy who just had a beer down at Water Street and happens to be carrying an open container. I, I get why they did it. I, I don't necessarily disagree with it, but the whole thing just sort of was upsetting a little bit to me. Cause so this year, no issues? No, I just didn't even waste my time. And what did you think? Now, I, I thought Peru's were, were decent enough fireworks. What did you think of Ottawa's? They were good. I mean, they were nothing special. I, it, it, it was okay all the way around. I mean, they were both pretty good fireworks shows. Hey, um, Speaking of like shows, I guess the Hennepin had a uh, lights out show. Like they had a really good fireworks show this year, and I'm actually kind of um, sad I've actually never gone out there. But I guess yeah, they, I've heard that consistently that they put on a good one. Yeah, they had extra money this year. Um, There's some folks that actually, unfortunately, passed away and actually left a decent chunk of money for the fireworks show specifically. They were involved in uh, the in the past, and they they left money to, to be used for the fourth celebration Wait, and so i missed that who did that i don't know who it was i just heard that someone had left money and that's why their show was extra special this year wow uh, anyway, i don't know if someone could confirm that or not but uh yeah that's what i heard but yeah if their show is usually on the fourth 
So if you're right. in Los Alpru area and you usually go over to the Peru fireworks and you're looking for something else to do on the actual 4th of July, I think the, the Hennepin fireworks are always worth checking out. And I got to I gotta pose a question. Lawyer Doug, if you're listening, uh, I have a question. Um, how the hell are they selling fireworks oh, at the Peru Mall? I know about this. Okay, you know. In the mall or uh, in the parking lot? No, in the parking lot. How do they get – because, I mean, we're not talking about – they're selling like, mortars. They're, yeah, they're selling stuff that fires up into the sky and blows up. How can they get away with that? Well, can I answer that question for you, John? I, I, th- right. I think this is what I heard because I, I heard the same thing and I went, wow, that's nuts. Those people are going to get shut down, right? And uh, it, it's actually because they make you sign a waiver that says you won't light them off in Illinois. I didn't sign anything. Okay. What you're supposed to do is, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what I heard. So maybe maybe lawyer Doug should follow up with us and 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 answer that. But he probably doesn't know. How would he? See, I don't know if he's been maybe he's been contacted by the local firework vendors. But I I'm almost positive that we pose all legal questions. Well, I heard I heard this. I had the same question. Uh, came up with some guys at work, and and someone had said, well, they make you sign a waiver that says. You won't light them off in Illinois. They do have a sign there. I, I do recall seeing a sign that said exactly what you're saying, but I didn't sign anything. Okay. Well, maybe just the fact uh, – uh, did you look at your receipt closely? Uh, no. Okay. Well, there could be – They, maybe, might, they might have You need me. to get out your uh, magnifying hey, glass and read the back of your receipt or something. I, I sold my soul. Yeah. I didn't even know it. <laughs> but I heard the same thing. Someone said they bought um, – around a mortar so like a whole box of them or something and, and and they were cheap and he was like how the hell is this possible and and he said he signed a thing that said he wouldn't light them off in illinois so was That's it crazy. b&e fireworks uh, i don't Believe know it or not i think we know the people that run that huh cool so maybe we should try to get that guy on all right I, let's do it i know him oh, um yeah good dude Okay. We should try we to gotta, mention them. I think they even have a Facebook page, so maybe we should try to. Uh, maybe we could go direct to the source. I know. I don't know if that's follow up. That's the Prue Mall, but they had one over here in Ottawa, um, and I think they might have had one in Utica. And I'm not sure how many tents they had up around, but they had a handful of them. Okay. Well, I think people are interested in this topic. We should follow up. Yeah. Well, for next year, please. So, and the fact that these folks will sell a heck of a lot more fireworks. If they know, they can go and buy the real deal stuff. Obviously, they, they want to buy them because they're going to go to Kentucky camping and they can <laughs> light them off there. But <laughs> isn't that the deal? Uh, sure. Right. So, yeah, that's interesting, though, John. That's a really uh, – we'll, we'll follow up with that. I think that's a good, a good thing to follow up with. Okay. We'll do that. Now – Quick sports update in the world of the Illinois Valley. Oh, J.A. Happ update. Uh, He's expected to return in August. Right. Yeah. Well, if you remember, I don't know. It was the beginning of June. I don't remember when his injury. Uh, he got hit in the head with the, the line drive while pitching for the Blue Jays. I remember it was a minor minor skull fracture. Yeah. We talked yeah. About the and, podcast, and we were both like, I don't know, man. Any skull fracture is never minor. So, yeah, he's expected to come back. And it's actually what's funny is his, his knee is the thing that seems to be bothering him. But he should be back uh, hopefully in August. And it seems the the Blue Jays are, are doing fairly well this year. So 
hopefully he gets to mix it up a little bit and, and play down the stretch when maybe the games are important. Uh, what's the other news? We have um, our home run pool. I don't. Did you watch the home run derby at all tonight? No, I have not. No, uh, it's over now. I, I believe um, Giannis Cespedes won. Are you familiar with him? No. He's Cuban. He plays for the A's. I don't know how, how you say his really name. I just like saying it the way I said it. <laughs> it sounded nice. It's, uh, yeah. Giannis, I think, or Y-E-O-N-I-S. Uh, Giannis, Jonas, Giannis, Cespedes, Cespedes. I, I just say Giannis Cespedes. Um, <laughs> I, I just like his name. Uh, he's a Cuban, Cuban player, and he was hitting bombs. It, um, if you see the highlights, they were pretty spectacular. I will check them out. But yeah, speaking in the home run derby, because everybody wants to know the home run pool. John, me with eighty-one, Clayton has a hundred and nine, and the leader in this pool has a hundred and sixty-seven. Right. Holy cow! I I cheated. I sent mine in nice and late and make sure I had uh I had Chris Davis on my on my list, and he's the uh, I know probably a lot of our fans aren't necessarily baseball fans, but he's already got like. 30 some home runs this year and <clears throat> i waited and he's a, he's a young player who's kind of hot and cold hot and cold but um yeah I, I cheated a little bit but there's no way either of us are winning this thing so no uh, i don't even think we bet each other we should have we should have done the if yeah we should have pays the other guy's entry Although I'm not going to do it now. Well, Sorry. You never know. I, well, hey, I had one of the guys on my pool got sent down to the minors. So oh. that's never good. So. <laughs> Speaking of the minors, Hermosillo, yeah. native, uh, Ottawa native. Great transition. He's doing good. Michael Hermosillo. Playing for the, <laughs> he's playing uh, for the Angels in their farm league. Uh, sounds like he's currently injured. Not exactly sure how that happened. But uh, he's writing for the a bi-weekly column for the News Tribune talking about his experiences there in the majors. Um, it says he's a like... News Tribune correspondent. Yeah. And it, what, so uh, we, I know we've talked about Michael Hermosino. We talked about him in the fall because he was a, a standout in football. And he had a full scholarship to go play football at the University of Illinois. And when he was drafted uh, this spring by the uh, Anaheim Angels – uh, well, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, uh, he decided to go play baseball because he said that was his childhood dream. And, and I think that's awesome. He just he went with it. You know, he could have went yeah. to college and then played baseball if he wanted, maybe. But he, you never know. I mean, you don't always get the opportunity. Things could change in uh, three or four years or whatever. Uh, yeah, so he went for it, and he's doing it. Yeah, he was going to get the opportunity to play baseball and football at the University of Illinois, but – he decided to go play ball, and what's cool is he's actually he's doing this for the News Tribune, and it's kind of a just sort of a what his experience is like, as, as John just said, uh, to be a minor league ball player, the day in day out, kind of the grind, and you kind of get a sense from reading his uh, column, uh, he, he's finding it to be a bit of a grind. Like you're you're basically your whole life is baseball. Yeah, so. it's just day in day out, nonstop. But uh, sounds like he's really enjoying it mm-hmm. though. He's got oh, to meet uh, a handful of uh, professional ball players. Uh, when he first showed up, one of the things I thought was funny: uh, a lot of the Latin guys thought that he was Latino, so they immediately spoke Spanish to him. And all he could say to him was "No habla español," yeah. uh, just to make sure that they knew he's he's not a he, he didn't speak of the uh, Spanish. So uh, it was, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, but he uh, which ball player he met? Um, Oh, I, I knew it. It was at the tip of my tongue. 
Oh, who we met? Yeah, it was um. Oh shoot! It was right at the was top. It Javier and Vasquez? No, I'm making that up. No, you're you're close. Um, Omar Vizquel. Okay. Javier Vasquez was he a pitcher for the White Sox? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, where I got he was that. the uh, the cow or uh, yeah, that's he was a pitcher. He was on the uh, World Series winning team. <laughs> He's a chunky dude. Uh, he, he's sweaty, real sweaty. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> if I remember right, yeah, you got to meet Omar Vizquel, 11-time uh, Gold Glove winner. Uh, and I'm reading that, so it's not like I know that off the tip of my tongue. But he, he played uh, 23 years of Major League Baseball. And it's funny because he puts in his column that that's longer than he's been alive. Right. So, but, yeah, we're rooting for him. And, and one of the funniest things I, I got out of this is when, when I brought this up with my wife, she works for the – Ottawa paper, uh, the Times. Uh, it, it's funny because the Ottawans seem to be taking sort of offense that the News Tribune nailed them down for this column and 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 turned them into their correspondent. When the Times, you know, why isn't he doing this for the Times? It's most likely because the Times didn't ask him to. <laughs> right. So you got to give some credit to the News Tribune for coming up with this and getting this kind of in the paper. Cool. Yeah, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and, and there's it's. There's a lot of good baseball talent that's come out of the Illinois Valley, so there's some other ball players out there that are playing in, in, in minor league ball as well. So, but uh, right now the hot thing is Michael Hermosillo. I mean, and, and we'll see see how he progresses. I think uh, he's a he's a great athlete. So if he focuses on baseball, in I mean he and and probably fills out physically um, over the next couple of years, he could he could make a name for himself. So it's a we tough so. tough racket though, and a lot of guys get hurt. A lot of guys. Uh, just sort of fade. So we will keep people posted. Sure. Unless he fades, and then we won't just right. Kind we'll of just qu- fade out, just like him. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> our coverage of it. <clears throat> yes. So before we do our usuals, we've got two more little things. Uh, I was going to talk about a quick history lesson for everybody. Do you want to Let's save see. that? I don't, maybe we should save it. Because we could do we could do the next thing. I think it kind of goes with our theme Topic? of uh, yeah. summer fun. Let's save the history lesson. I'm and then down we can with do, that. We can do our screw history. Yeah. Well, we if we do this, I think maybe we. I, I'm not going to lie. I read it right before we turned the recorder on. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we're not as educated as well, typically when we do our educational episodes. We're a little more prepared. Okay, I'm down with that. Well. Yeah, well, well, let's hit this next one up. I, um, and th- this one I thought was great because it, I, I saw a story this week, or I mean, maybe it was last week in the News Tribune or Chicago Tribune. All that News Trib talk has been confused um, about uh, home brewing. Have we talked about home brewers before uh, in the past? Maybe, maybe not. So. But there was an article in the Chicago Tribune. There's a, a law in Illinois, or it used to be, it's since been changed, that basically said like if you were a home brewer. You are not allowed to take your booze from your home. You, you, I did not know that. Yeah. It, that, that's it, it an actual current law? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an 80-year-old law in Illinois that basically if you brewed your own beer, you are not allowed to even take it to a friend's house, um, share it with anybody. It was basically – it was you brewed it at home, you drink it at home kind of thing. So this – the initial law was part of the Liquor Control Act in 1934 – it, it said, which allowed homemade beer to be consumed only in the home where it was brewed. So what's, what's funny about this is, leave it to Illinois, um, apparently some folks had complained, but this law, people started 
complaining, and then they did a crackdown last year. So what you'd have is these like kind of festivals or gatherings of local homebrewers and brewing clubs and like an example one be would be the Plainfield Ale and Lager Enthusiast Club. Yeah, they weren't allowed to bring their homebrews to their little convention that they have to share with one another. Um, okay. It, it doesn't sound like any citations or anything were is- issued, but legally they were breaking the law. Would uh, they do come in and make them dump it? Probably. It's, it's, well, I don't know if they – it sounded like I basically warned them and told them to go home. Oh. Um, I don't know if they actually made them dump anything out. But uh, it sounds like it, nothing was actually enforced, but they were actually hassling people a little bit. I don't, I'd, I'd like to find the person that actually complained because uh, that's the way it sounds. Uh, it's, it's a little nutty, um, but it, it's crazy. But it, actually, the Illinois actually did the right thing and actually passed a new law that it, it changed it. So they are allowed to share your brews, and there's some regulation. It's two-ounce samples and – you know, I'm sure it's, if you're going to a, your friend's house, it's okay. But if you have an event where you're sharing beer, organizers need to buy a permit, a $25 permit to offer homemade beer samples, uh, limited to two ounces. Yeah, obviously need to be over 21. And as long as you don't brew over 100 gallons per year, you're okay. Uh, and, and if there's two or more home brewers in the same household, you can do 200 gallons, which that's a lot of beer. So, yeah, so now it's, so it's like... So a husband and wife team could, can brew 200 gallons? Right. Neat. That should be... If you were capable of doing that at home, you should, basically you shouldn't need to buy beer if you if you like yours enough to drink it all the time. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but, yeah, so now now these these local festivals and, and, and whatnot that go on are just, you know, in, in the area or in the suburbs or wherever. I know my dad used to go to one down in Peoria or in Bloomington, I know. Uh, he had a buddy that brewed beer, and they would go. Uh, he, I know, he went a handful of times. It, technically, what they were doing was illegal if it was a home brewed beer. So I thought that was really interesting, and it goes back basically to prohibition time, kind of right around the time when when alcohol became legal again. Yeah, yeah, and it's just one of those things that nobody was doing all this home brewing, maybe, and just the, the right. or or just the law wasn't really observed, right? And it just kind of sat there, right? And it's it's. I'm surprised they actually went in and cracked down, though. All right. It, it says uh, the commission began enforcing the law in April of 2012 after receiving complaints about homebrewers passing out samples at the Peoria International Beer Festival. Commission spokesperson, spokeswoman Susan Hoffer said, "And that's we need we need to talk to Susan." <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure she would didn't want to enforce it. She probably was like, "This is ridiculous," but. <laughs> Either way, so we shouldn't really complain because that the, the the law has been sort of struck in, uh, from the books. Right. So uh, all Excellent. those homebrewers can not worry about the law cracking down on them. It, it decriminalizes this activity, and and yeah. it's quite the hobby now. So I, and we know someone who does uh, quite a bit of homebrewing. I think uh, you know just it kind of comes in waves where you, you do more or less. And and uh, uh, I bet I almost guarantee you they didn't know that if they shared some beers with some friends or took them somewhere that they were actually breaking the law because it's just you just wouldn't even consider it it's kind of like if you make your own pickles at home you wouldn't you know if you found out that was illegal it's kind of along the same lines i know beer has alcohol in it but you know goodness sakes it's it's still (laughs) i still think it's kind of like one of those things where uh if, if you get a good home brew and i know there's a lot of them out there 
you know, that's it's just, it's a good stuff. It, I mean, it's, it sure beats your your you know Coors Lights or Bush Light or Bud Light or whatever light oh, you're sure. drinking. I think some of them can get funky. I remember uh, remember <laughs> Poker Night. One of our buddies brought his homebrew over, and I had to I gagged when he opened one <laughs> because it was rotten. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. He didn't okay. know what he was doing. He uh, he took when they said you need to sanitize everything. He took that step lightly. Oh, remember? And so things started growing. Yeah, he got a little bacteria yeah. going. It he, wasn't the yeast. He got basically instead of beer, it was more of like a petri dish of uh, funk, and not in nice. a good way. I, I felt like that was kind of a cool story to share. I, and uh, I think, I'm glad you did. I knew nothing about that. Right. I feel educated. Well, hey. Uh, I don't know if, if it seems like we've been carrying on quite a while. And are we going to be taking a break anytime soon? I uh, I think we can go ahead with a break anytime. Well, uh, we yeah, let's do that. And then we'll. I, I want to come back around with some. Uh, we came across a couple other stupid laws, and then we'll get into our apps and podcasts and and uh, tweets, and then we'll, okay, that'll be it. Sounds good to me. We'll be right back. Are we going to do another read? Sure. All Let's right. do it. Let's see. Second read. Yeah. Yeah, you're all over it. I'm on it. I'm ready. Okay. Um, <laughs> do your marketing materials seem a little bland? Are you feeling left behind with social media? Are you tired of playing games with your web designer? We recommend you check out iCandy Graphics and Web Design. Quality, affordability, customer service, convenience, dependability eye candy is passionate about their work their versatile styles range from classic and professional to simple and elegant to fresh and alternative whatever styles you are looking for they will listen to you and deliver they can create memorable brands that deliver impact with your help your customers will see professional consistent and attractive design throughout your website advertising marketing materials business cards social media data sheets and wherever else your name appears iCandyGraphics. Uh, let's see, www.iCandy-Graphics.com, or you can email Candy at info at iCandy-Graphics.com. We thank them for their support. Sure. Or of the podcast. Click through Ivy Pod to iCandy Graphics on our website. Yes, we prefer it that way. Yes. Let's, whatever it takes to get you there. Sure. So I think when we left you before, we were talking about uh, weird. Uh, or strange laws in Illinois. And, you educated and the, me on homebrews. I was appreciative. Yeah, that. Uh, well, and I and I was kind of, I kind of did a, a search for some stupid laws in Illinois besides the homebrewing one that they, that we just discussed that 
strangely, strangely enough, they sort of enforced. It sounds like it was pretty loosely, so it wasn't too big of a deal. But I, I always kind of enjoy when I hear these laws that about different towns where you can't do chew chewing gum on the street or you know you get a ten dollar ticket or a six dollar ticket or whatever but there's a couple other ones that i came across in illinois that i thought were really funny and worth worth sharing that there's a couple in galesburg illinois uh one of them is it's illegal to burn bird feathers another one was uh it's yeah citizens are not not allowed to jostle or willfully crowd any member of the public um, hmm. and, and then the funnier one I, I thought was no rider of a bicycle shall remove both hands from the handlebars or feet from the pedals or practice any acrobatic or fancy riding on any street. So if you like to go hands free on your bicycle, stay out of Galesburg. <laughs> I thought that one was really good. Let's see. I, I, another one is, uh, it's illegal to catch fish using dynamite. In Illinois, which actually I'm pretty sure that one's a good law. Uh, Yeah, it's not a bad law. uh, Not bad. There's one I saw that in Joliet, you are forbidden to try on more than six dresses in in one store. Um, What? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And this is kind of one that I think sort of takes the cake for Illinois. And and, and it's not uh, a law anymore, but in 1923, there was an Illinois law making changing the language from English to American because for whatever reason, it, it was kind of funny, but in 1969, this law was amended because uh, residents, you know, obviously speak English and teach English. And um, so there was probably some, it's like freedom fries. I, I don't know. It's just kind of along the same lines. That it, I, okay, like, just to clarify, they changed it from English to American? Yeah, it says, it just is to quote, and this is, uh, I'll, I'll read directly here. It says, my favorite law is one cited by Dennis Barron, a professor of English and linguistics at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. A 1923 Illinois law making American rather than English, the official language of the state, of that state, was quietly amended in 1969 because Illinois resident, residents continue to speak and teach English in defiance or ignorance of the statute. So, uh, apparently at some point uh, in, in 1923 Illinois made uh, our official language American <laughs> okay <laughs> <Speak> American lady <laughs> yeah that kind of goes right. along the whole like I don't know if people were on the chive or, or uh, at all around the 3rd and 4th of July but everything was America it's America <laughs> everybody's wearing the goofy American attire and uh, <laughs> yeah America and it's not even you leave the A out it's just America it's <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. I, I got a kick out. I actually kind of started to wear thin by like the end of the 4th of July because I spent two or three days like seeing it. I was like, all right, it's enough of this goofy nonsense. <laughs> so, but yeah, so those are the goofy laws for Illinois. You can share them with your That's friends. Great. Feel free. And, and actually I pulled this stuff from an article from the Northern Star paper that was uh, April 30th, 2013. And the author, uh, her I assume it's a woman. Her name is Holly New, which I thought was a good name. Yeah. Yes, sir. And uh, well, the Northern Star is the uh, the college paper for the uh, Northern Illinois uh, Huskies. So, oh, okay. If, if anybody's thanks wondering. for the clarification. Yeah, I was wondering. Yes. All right. Well, on to our usuals. Shall we begin? Yes. All right. Well, I had two apps to start off with. I see you don't have any. Mm, no. That's okay. Well, you know, I've talked about Vine a little bit. Vine is a Twitter 
uh, related app works really well with Twitter. It's a six second video app. Cool. Uh, I was using it a lot at first, but it kind of died off for me. I think it's because there's just too many social things out there to keep track of. And that one just kind of was the last. It just, I don't know. I just haven't been using it very much. But now recently Instagram, uh, owned by Facebook, uh, the picture sharing social media, which I, I check that frequently. I just kind of scan through it. Uh, they've added 15 second video clips. Sure. And the way they've integrated it, it actually is kind of nice. It looks just like a picture, but if you see the little icon in the top right corner, you can keep the screen on that or just press the image and it will start playing. It's, it, they did it very well. And it works nice, and I think it's uh, not a good thing for Vine. Right. So uh, we'll I, see what it, happens. And speaking of that, I came across another video app. Um, you were mentioning I didn't have an app, but I did download a new app this week. It was called Telly. Have you heard of this? Um, no. T E L L Y. It's kind of like it's, it doesn't. There's no video restriction, um, but you can film your own videos on this app and post them, kind of in a, a Twitter sort of manner, kind of Facebook Twitter kind of vibe to it. But yeah, it's, uh, and there's no limit, I don't think, on time of video. So it's kind of like YouTube, kind of cross with Twitter. Okay. Uh, in a Vine, not as simple as Vine, uh, at least in the appearance of it. Um, not as streamlined and clean looking, but yeah, pretty cool. Like I, I just kind of came across it by kind of following people on Facebook and someone was like, Oh, download Tully and see my post. And so I downloaded it and I actually, I kind of think this, uh, you'll have to check it out. Maybe next time you can kind of comment on it, what you think of it. Okay. But something to look at. Uh, and, and like I said, it I think it's actually <clears throat> kind of an offshoot of YouTube. I, I don't know if they're affiliated at all, but that's sort of what it reminds me of. Um, but in, in the sort of Twitter format. But all videos. So, Sounds good. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, cool. So many social media outlets these days, mm. it's hard to keep track. Right. Uh, I have one fun one for anybody who's looking for a game to kill some time. Uh, I don't know if any gamers out there remember the game Rayman. This goes back a long time. Genesis, I think, right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Uh, I know there was one on the N64 uh, that's the one I remember. Um, but yeah, Rayman, it's an old game, kind of side-scroller, uh, 2D game. Uh, there is a, a, it's called Rayman Run or Rayman Jungle. I think it's called two different things, to, depending on if you're getting it on an iPhone or an Android. Uh, fun game. I've been playing it a little bit here and there when I need a minute to just have a little fun with the phone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Rayman Run. That's my recommendation. Cool. Yeah. I don't know if it made it on to Genesis or not. It looks like it was on PlayStation. Okay, yeah, that that's I remember. Okay, Sega I'll Saturn. take the word. I don't know if anybody Sega Saturn. Saturn I had one of those. Yeah, I remember the NASCAR game was pretty good. Didn't you have the NASCAR? It wasn't game? NASCAR. It was um. Oh, it was Daytona. Something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember. I'm gonna t- tell this little story. Uh, <laughs> one of the first few times that I ever like had beers, uh, I remember playing that game and like getting record times and putting my initials in as DUI. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, you boy, you bad boy. <laughs> That's, it's stupid. I mean, real stupid, but That's... you just get in the zone. It was a fun game. <laughs> Did you have any other apps or anything, John? Nope. Moving nope, on. That's all I got. Moving on to podcast. Yes. It looks like you had uh, one from what? Cross-border gaming podcast. Can you tell me a little about that one? 
you know, these are guys, I just sort of discovered them. I was, E3 was going on and I was doing the little research for the Nerdy Directive podcast and uh, I, I did some searching on Stitcher, which, by the way, listen to us on Stitcher right. Radio. It's, it's a very nice app. Uh, check that out. But anyway, I was I was doing a little searching for E3 stuff, and these guys happened to pop up on the list because they were doing like daily recaps of the show. It's just the one guy is up in Canada, the other guy's in Florida. How they met, who knows? But uh, they just talk video games. It can be a, a bit offensive, but uh, I thought it was kind of funny. And uh, I, I haven't really listened to many. I've only listened to a few, but. If you like video game podcasts, there's like a bajillion video game podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but these guys are, you know, they don't have a lot of followers on Twitter. So I, I like to look for the little guys What's like the us. It's uh, it's at C B G podcast. Okay. Cross game, uh, cross border gaming. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They got 83 followers. So hey, help them out. All right. Cool, John. Well, that's a good recommendation. Oh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and throw mine out there now. Uh, I'm always a Mark Marin fan, so episode 401, he had uh, comedy legends Cheech and Chong on. It wasn't surprisingly, shockingly, they didn't really talk about weed uh, hardly <laughs> at all. Um, As you might expect. No, but they have a hell of a story. I mean, like it, it was really incredible. It's just hearing sort of how they met uh, Cheech Marin. Uh, he, he's actually had pretty good traction as just a regular main, like mainstream actor. But Tommy Chong, uh, I, I don't know if you ever listened to him on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. He's Canadian. Uh, he's half Chinese, I think, is what he said. Cantonese, kind of raised in around the Vancouver area, or not not Vancouver, um, like Alberta area, out in kind of like the cowboy country. And really, really interesting story, and and like just all the way around, like how they met and how they came up with their acts and some of the backstory before they were famous and the folks that they knew. And I was in, I was really intrigued by the whole thing and, and definitely worth a listen. Uh, I really got a kick out of some folks on Twitter were, were kind of busting Marin thinking, well, why didn't you save them for episode 420? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's stupid. But uh, <laughs> I thought it was I just, I hope they were kidding. I guess is what I'm saying. But, yeah. yeah, it's definitely worth a listen, especially if you're into old school comedy. Uh, it's always, some of the stuff that they did, they were there was definitely like part of And I know a lot of it was kind of dumb pot humor, but uh, there was a lot of it that was maybe a little bit ahead of, ahead of its time. And, and it's kind of neat to kind of hear from them now. And I know they've kind of had their uh, – falling outs here and there so it was kind of cool to see them like they they definitely they kind of are they're almost like family or brothers so it was kind of neat to uh hear all that and and i i don't know a ton about them from the past obviously we're, we're relatively young for their sort of age group um but uh, they were they sort of brought the whole idea of a comedy album to the forefront and really you know helped a lot of people uh kind of set the tone for well hey man you can listen to these record albums and get some really good laughs and you know people like uh george carlin and and bill cosby and all these people that were kind of came right after them that started tons and you know millions of albums they sort of started that whole thing so they're really interesting cool i felt like i carried on there a bit (laughs) do you you have another podcast john well i haven't listened to it yet but jeff bridges the dude himself is gonna it was on this week's 
the Nerdist that just I think it just posted uh well it would be the fifteenth of July. So I haven't listened to it yet, so I don't know if it's any good, but I am a Jeff Bridges fan, so they do great uh interviews, Nerdist like yeah. anytime they get big celebrities on there, they're always like really they they sort of humanize everybody that they have on there. They kind of kind of strip of strip them of their celebrity, and you kind of get a real sense of who they are. Yeah. Oh, uh, one other quick plug uh, that I had for a podcast was uh, the This American Life replayed their Blackjack episode, which I thought was a really cool episode. Oh, where really? They talk about, where they talk about card counting. No kidding. Uh, I I, I yeah. don't think I've ever heard it. What episode was? How far back did it go? Because they just hit well, like four hundred or something, didn't they? Yeah, well, you know what? It it makes no mention in the well. Yeah, their 500th episode uh, debuted yesterday. Sorry. Uh, okay. Well, this was number 466. Okay. So yeah, they they replayed number 466, and it's a good one. I highly recommend it if you have any interest whatsoever in playing cards. You know, blackjack. Sure. Focused on that. So yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Is it time for the tweets of the week? Yeah, I think so. Are we do, how are we doing on time? Are we killing it? We're running a little late. Are we're we really? A late. So, yeah, we're, okay. we're going to have um, to uh, – I want to start firing through these. All right. Fast. Well, and this is the winner for Tweets of the Week. I picked it already, John, because okay. I thought it was hilarious. And, and okay. I, Fair enough. It's very t- well-timed. Um, this is from Chad Ario, uh, at Chad Ario, uh, Chad E-R-R-I-O. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis stopped in Spring Valley today. Then they did something everyone in the Valley wishes they could do. They left. <laughs> they <laughs> dig <laughs> Spring Valley. I, I just thought it was so – because I heard – I I don't know. I, I, I was I was kind of out of the area last week, and I just happened to be looking on Twitter, I don't know, late, later in the afternoon, and I saw that tweet. And I, I, the funny thing is I actually saw the picture on the News Tribune website first, and I was like, you got to be kidding me because the News Tribune had a picture up of Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis at the Casey's in the Valley, Spring Valley. Like, you got to be kidding me, you know? How'd they get the picture? And then, oh, like, just a phone. What's that? Oh, I was just being stupid question. Sorry, don't listen to me. Oh, so, and then, like, uh, you know, I'm scrolling through the t- Twitter timeline, and then I see this tweet, and it just really hit the spot. So, I don't know. <laughs> Perfect timing. I enjoy That's good. it. Do, hey, do we can make fun of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you got one, John? Uh, well, this next one was, you tweeted this, but I did happen to see this on Instagram, because I follow, uh, follow him on Instagram, Prince Mustafa Ali, at Prince Ali Truth. Uh, he is a Dreamwave superstar, very awesome wrestler for Dreamwave. I, I enjoy his matches all the time. High flyer. Um, and the uh, tweet is simple. It's just the greatest photo of all time. Hashtag Macho Man. Hashtag Randy Savage. Hashtag Alpha. Hashtag Wrestling. And it's a picture uh, of the Macho Man action figures basically decapitating He-Man. Right, right. It's pretty cool. Yeah, holding a nice sword. (laughs) Macho Man, I believe, from Downers Grove, Illinois. Is he? Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, cool. He played football. uh, I think he played at Michigan State. I don't know why I know that, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll read the next one, John. This I thought was good just because in Bloomington, Illinois now, this is from Illinois Watchdog. It is illegal to mow your lawn at 6.45 a.m. Thoughts? So they passed an ordinance where you um, – where it made it illegal to basically 
we're, con- we're construction or run heavy equipment or anything before seven. So I thought that one was fun. or cut your grass. Yeah, and you're you're a jerk if you have neighbors and you mow at six forty five. I have no problem with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it needed to be a law, but I guess I'm uh, just need to have the lynch mob. You just come yeah. Apparently, it. people there mow at six thirty, so they had to make it a law. That's funny. All right. All right. Next one is uh, at total underscore dweeb drinking moonshine because the chance at a single moment of complete and total clarity outweighs the risk of permanent blindness. Nice. <laughs> That's well stated. What movie is it where there's the quote, uh, this is what alcohol, it's Pulp Fiction. Uh, when they're in the diner at the, when they're wearing their, their nerdy clothes, he says, this is what alcoholics refer to as a moment of clarity. <laughs> Do you remember that part? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, because yeah. he was going to walk like, um, uh, oh, never mind, like through an Abraham of darkness? Whatever, through the desert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, carrying on. Uh, this one is from, from at PBS. Can video games become the next great spectator sport by PBS Idea Channel? The, and it linked us to an article. This is great because actually it sounds like uh, video games are actually becoming quite the spectator sport in Korea, right? Uh, I think so. Uh, what, what is the Seoul? Uh, Seoul oh, now I'm blanking on the name. That there's a specific game that people watch. I, I've heard of. You should know. You're the the, the game. I do know, and I can picture the game Soul in front of my face. Or, um, Star Starcraft. Starcraft. Yeah. that's it. I was thinking Soulcraft. I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I, I know I work with a guy and he's, he's quite the gamer. Um, he has a YouTube channel or something. He has a, some kind of setup where he can get, he told me a couple, close to a thousand people can watch him play this one game at one time. And when he told me that, he could have been BSing me. I don't know, but he sells, uh, advertising and everything. And I was like, you gotta be shitting me, you know, but it sounds like it's real. So oh, it, yeah, maybe it go could on. be. It is real. I've seen some videos. Just I think on I uh, can't think of what this it's not Spike. There's a one channel that shows a lot of uh, video game stuff, and uh, I've seen some of these live competitions. They're crazy. They really they, they really do pack them in like a sports event. Huh. It's amazing. Yeah. So but I I pose this or post this or whatever question out to our local nerdy podcast, the Nerdy Directive, and the uh, formerly known as Three Geeks One Podcast, now called the Idiot Idiot Gamer, both local gamer podcasts Ooh. help us out what do you guys think yeah i'll look forward to hearing what they have to say yeah awesome what's the next one well I, i'll take this one this one was one of mine i i saw this one i i made me think of you john um this is from len and jd uh at len and jd these are the cubs uh tv broadcasters uh, len casper and um he's the new guy uh and he's he's gonna be a while until i warm up to him i, I don't dislike him i'm just you know, it's going to take a while. Uh, we got new, we got a look at the Lucha Libre wrestling mask given out to the Bleachers fans on uh, January, or, uh, July 30th. And it shows a picture of them with it, like the Mexican Lucha Libre mask. And it was a Cubs Lucha Libre mask. I thought, now that is a giveaway for a baseball game. Oh, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts, John? Uh, I like it. Yeah. I think it's cool. I have a Lucha, yeah, Lucha know. Libre you, mask. You bought one way. I mean, you've had yours for over 10 years probably, right? Oh yeah, I got it back. I think we were probably in high school. Yeah, I, I don't. Did you ever break that out in college? No. You should have. I think I was. I think I was too. Party favor. Like. Yeah, no. I honestly, I've been meaning to wear it 
to a Dreamwave, just sit in the audience and wear it oh, and yeah. have people wonder, who the heck is that guy? They would think that you're going to end up in the ring, though. Yeah, like I wear like a suit, so I really stand out. And they'll think I'm... She could, like, know. run a tux and wear it. <laughs> yeah, I have to talk to J-Rep about that one. Well, you're up for being body slammed. I know. You know. Maybe you should come up and, like, do it like the, um, I don't know, Demolition Mr. Fuji. He was their manager, right? And, and like, be involved where you throw the, like, the powder in someone's eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, I could just spit, just spit, spit the green stuff piece. out. <laughs> Spitballing, yeah. A, where, can we, where can we go with this? Yeah. Nice. I just deleted a tweet. Because that's fine. We should probably it, wrap it up. It got cut, but I do like this last one. So oh, this go is a good one. Yeah. At Maryland Mudflap, this is Scotty. I'll catch myself looking around crowded bars and realizing that they're not as fun as my friend Zach's Pizza Hut birthday party in '89 was. Word, I Scotty. Word up, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, they didn't. They they don't have Pac Man uh, to sit down where you look down at the screen version anymore. They don't have that at bars. <laughs> well, they might have it at Onet. Right. But not at the bars. That's right. Oh. Yeah. They should have BYOB That's... night at Onet. Yeah. Don't become a bar because that would sort of ruin the vibe. Is right. But occasionally have a, a BYOB night. <laughs> I would go. And a jungle jive where you can, you know, gamble for quarters. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, not the token kind. The old, the right. original gold mine at the Pru Mall with That's the quarters right. in the jungle jive that cranked out quarters. Sure. Youth gambling at its best. Yes. I was at a, a truck stop in Wisconsin and they had one of those. Nice. And I pumped like two bucks into it. And I was like, yep, I remember this thing. And I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't win a thing. But I, I nice. yeah, awesome. But yeah, this is a good one. I we've 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 done Marilyn Mudflat before. He's definitely worth worth uh, following on Twitter. Uh, I got one more person on Twitter, and I just came across me. He has a new book out. I think it's at Dad Boner. Um, John, I I think maybe you should you probably get a kick out of it. He, okay, just someone maybe worth following. If, I, I read about him somewhere, and he's got a, a pretty decent like a, a hundred thousand followers, and I was kind of impressed by some of his stuff because it's really sort of quirky and, and funny but uh, yeah man uh, that's all i got I don't them know. Out. oh yeah i forgot before we go a quick thank you to uh the local news tribune editor craig starrett oh yeah sent me a direct message on twitter because once upon a time back in the winter we were messaging back and forth because i was asking him if the peru ice rink was open and he, because uh, there were some messages going on on Twitter, and he today, out of the clear blue sky, texts me or messages me saying, uh, the Peru ice rink is still not open. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's it's like it just so out of the blue. It was like perfect. So thanks, Craig. It was only Craig. 94 degrees or whatever today. <laughs> that was Shit. awesome. Who would have guessed that? It wasn't open today, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, man. I, I, it's about a show, huh? Yeah, send us out. We, we, we filled up a nice uh, episode, so. All right. Well, ivypod.com uh, is the website. Ivypod on Facebook. Ivypodcast on the Twitter. And mail at ivypod.com is our email. And that's about it. Listen to us on Stitcher or iTunes. Yeah, give a little love for iTunes. Yeah. 
Why not? They did invent the podcast. Well, that's how I listen. Oh, well, or, wait a not second. Really. Yeah. Not, yeah, how could I forget about the patent troll Some episode? Some dweeb in the 90s came up with books on tape and yeah. called it a podcast, so he's suing us eventually. <laughs> Jerk. Whatever. Yeah. All right, that's all we got. Uh, so long, everybody. Yep. Which, looking back on it, kid was a prick. Yeah. What is he, some carny? <laughs> He's getting all big. <laughs> yeah. Telling me to stop. Yeah, he should have exactly gotten dignant with him. <laughs> Did you see this wristband? It's out here all night, yeah. homie. <laughs> <laughs>